Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pitch Intense. I am Jacob. I almost said I'm Mark. <laughs> you don't even know who you are. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm Mark. I'm yeah, actually, that is Mark. You totally confused me. Yeah. I'm doing good. How about you, Mark? I'm doing well. Uh, let's just ever give everybody a quick reminder. Pitch Intense is a podcast where two pals get together. We're movie fans. Yep. We talk about movies. We talk about going to see movies. We do. We talk about uh, upcoming movies we're excited for. Uh-huh. And also, at the end of the day, one of us comes up with an idea for a movie, mm-hmm. and we pitch it to the other one. It's really fun. It is fun. And we have a good track record. We're batting a 1,000 so far, <laughs> oh, so no. we're very good at this. Although, yeah. today's, uh, today's might not win you. Really? I'm inter- I'm interested. I could see you be like, I would not green light. That. Oh no. Yes. So what you tell see? To find what it is now. You'll That'd find out. Look, I'll give you a hint. It is a product movie because we've talked about how this year they have started the whole product movie. Oh, they have. Yeah. So I wrote a, a movie for a product, which what? I did research oh, on. I can't wait, Mark. That's yeah. cool. Yes. So anyway, but before we get into that, how has your week been, Jacob? It's been good. Um, uh, I. I can't complain really life's been nice uh, getting into that fall weather and i like that um, it is good you know what's funny i woke up today and my uh my little device there told me it was supposed to be 89 today mm-hmm. so i was like well i'm just gonna turn the ac on and it has been cool all day it has so i feel lied to i lied to everybody on the radio this morning mark i said we had a high of 85 i'm one of those meteorologists that well, you, you just repeat the news. Yeah, You'd be like, true. that's what they told me. Yeah, exactly. It's not my fault. Yeah. I didn't make it happen. That's, uh, yeah. that's on that weatherman over there at the TV station. It's true. Yeah. Who is it? Do I know him? Oh, the, no. Actually, we do with Weatherology, actually. You know, like the website mm-hmm. and stuff, and they localize it for us. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, so weather weather tricked us today. Which is fine. Yeah. It's part of life. It is. You Sometimes that's just how it is. You can't. But we have a good uh, evening planned because uh, Ninja Turtles, the new one, mm-hmm. Mutant Mayhem, is now streaming. It sounds like we're plugging it. Yes, so. It sounds like we're plugging it a little bit. Yeah, well, like I don't Plus, paid us. <laughs> I tell you, oh, I wish. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. We're not quite to our 50 million or that, <laughs> whatever we need to get plugged by Paramount Plus. But yeah, I had a tough week so far. Oh. So I needed to do something tonight that was going to cheer me up, and I thought watching the new Ninja Turtles would make me happy. It's hilarious. I love the new Ninja Turtles. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I loved it too. I'll probably get it. I, I, I think it's it's just so funny, Mark, and it's so charming. Yeah. And it's a great coming of heartwarming coming-of-age story. And it kind of – I remember this week I saw some people on Twitter bashing it online, and I'm just like – what the heck? Like they they, they were they were saying the bacon egg and cheese scene wasn't funny, and that, that made me that was, so mad. That was that's what we quote. Yeah, Wes and Wes the day after we saw it, Wes texted me. He's just like, I gotta get that bacon egg and cheese. <laughs> it's like, I mean, if it's not funny to you, that's yeah. fine. But I thought that was hilarious. It, it, I thought it was funny, and and it's funny how many people criticize the movie for them like being immature but it's like they're teenagers yeah that's <laughs> the point honestly i think the turtles feel maybe you don't disagree with this with me mark but i think the turtles feel the most teenager like in this movie than any other turtle oh movie. no they they definitely <laughs> do you watch any movie they, they feel like they're in their mid-20s yeah just going like hey everybody well, it's us the turtles well it's like even at the very original turtles movie like Raphael just says 
going to the movies like by himself but it's like you know if I was 14 and in a bad mood and I told my parents go to a movie and just walked out they're like no you're not go to your room yeah. like that's that's where you are when you're 14 yeah uh, so but other than that I really really lo- uh, yeah I loved it I think it's great I'm excited to watch it again mm-hmm. I like I would say I like 90% of the Turtles should we rank the Turtles movies have we done that yet I don't think we have no, we probably have. No, let's do it. Yeah, why not? We have time. Yeah, we do, Mark. Okay, so we, got that. we make the rules. We do make the rules. We're in charge. While I pull up a list of all the Turtles movies, why don't you tell everybody about our uh, Instagram? Oh, yeah, you should go to the Pitch Intense Pod Instagram, all one word, and go to our one of our more recent posts. It's a Halloween-themed post. You can't miss it. It's right there at the front. At the top. <laughs> at the front. At the top. Yeah. And anyway, tell us... Uh, crossover you want to see between a cartoon character and a horror movie could be any type of horror cartoon mm-hmm. it uh, could be b movie and american psycho even yes we would accept that that would be interesting <laughs> we always go to american psycho yeah. whenever we throw this out it's like johnny bravo and american psycho it so. is we did that last. sorry i forgot we did no that it's okay There's nothing we, we have one too we're gonna do one but yeah so make sure you take part in that Make sure you give us a like uh, mm-hmm. and make sure. And uh, okay, so I got the movies ready to go. Powderpuff Girls and the Craft. I'm just taking them. There all. you go. Yeah. There you go. Cow and Chicken and the Witch. That would be. They can hang out with that goat. <laughs> I would like the A24. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb and Hereditary. Oh man, that would be intense. It's like well, that's where it would. That would be a good pairing, Mark. Mom, Phineas and Ferb are becoming a demon. Yeah. <laughs> There's one. There's just a lady floating around without a head. <laughs> okay. So we're going to rank the Ninja Turtles movies. Teenage Mutant oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles, the first one, the original one. The first one. Are we doing like the S tier thing? Yeah. Okay. S, A, B, C, D, uh, F. I think I would give the original one an A. I really like it. No. Really? S, S oh, all S? the way for me. Oh, sorry. Mark. I mean, I guess it's up to you, but man. No, that, it's still good. Uh-huh. It's... It was I, I, when I saw it as a kid. I probably didn't like it because I didn't realize that there was a cartoon in the comic, and this took more inspiration from the, the Eastman and Lair Mirage comic. Mm-hmm. But S for me. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Use. A. A. Yeah. Probably an A for me. Yeah. I uh, loved it. Mm-hmm. Although, again, I didn't know why I wasn't Bebop and Rocksteady, but <laughs> I still loved it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. D. D. I can't put it on F, but. It, it oh, it's just a downgrade from the first two, I think. You know, really like every is. way, like even the costumes don't look as good. No, <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna have to give it a C, just because I really enjoyed seeing it. And you've got some 12. nostalgia for it too. Yeah, right? yeah, I grew up like this was my wheelhouse. Yeah, like, this was my Beatles. You know, it was Turtle Mania. It was. It really, yeah. Uh, so but, I'm gonna go with C. For me, it was like I watched the other two, then we watched that one right after. I was just like, what is this? Is this your yeah. what, were, well, what were you expecting? You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, Mark. I do like... I actually... Kind of, that line's so dumb, I like it. <laughs> it. Like, if you want... Out of context, like, because that was when the Adam's Family was huge, because they released that live-action movie. <laughs> but now, like, you are like, what? Yeah. Why would anybody be expecting that? Yeah. Now they have to say, what were you expecting? Wednesday? Because that's the... Wednesday from the Adam's Family <laughs> franchise? <laughs> Uh, okay, so TMNT, this is the animated one. Oh, I like that one. A. A? You yeah. give it an A? I enjoyed that. That was good. Uh, I liked it a lot, too. I don't know if it's quite A. Maybe uh, maybe a B for me. 
Okay, But yeah. it's still very good. Uh-huh. It's a good time. I mean, I was just so happy that there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the theaters. It, it was it was probably cool then, Mark, yeah. Oh, it was great, yeah. Um, so now we get to the, the reboots in 2014. Uh-huh. This is like the Michael Bay ones. Yeah. What do you think of that one? I got my high school crush in it, Megan Fox. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say B. It's all right. I'm going to give this one a C. Yeah. Now, this one I might even go D. Really? Yeah, I like the turtles. I like most things about it, mm-hmm. but it's like it was not Shredder that had the big scheme. Like, uh-huh. like it's just some guy who like I don't know. It also has like that same plot of like a thing shooting up in the air and like, oh, they always have that. A lot yeah. of movies did that at that time. It was kind of funny. The Avengers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give it. I'm gonna give this one a D. Okay. It's just like. You know, it didn't feel like they knew the spirit of Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, it was just the fact that they didn't... Like, the Shredder was the afterthought villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the big final fight, but he was... Like, the other guy was planning everything. He was, yeah. And maybe they were trying to set him up for the future. I don't know. That's but probably just, what they were doing, Mark. Just didn't work. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. I think a C. You're going to go a C? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go a C on this one. Mm-hmm. Um... I, you know, Krang is just shoehorned in there. Yeah. Like, I like that he was in there, but he just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything. I liked Bebop and Rocksteady. It, it's, um, it's fun to see, like, all that on screen finally. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm giving it extra points for that. So this is the big one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, uh, that we're about to watch again. We are, yeah. This is what this is my friend Wes, who I've talked about many times. This is so far his favorite movie of the year. It's That's pretty much good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's my favorite movie, but it's probably in my top five. Mark, based on Ninja Turtle movies, I got to give this one an S. I think this S? is this movie's great. I know. Listen, you have to remember, I didn't watch the turtle movies until like a year or two ago with yeah. Mark. So I have no nostalgia. But this movie, it's great. The animation's fantastic. You know, the comedy is great. The, the turtles, they feel real. You know, they have these real problems, you know. And it's interesting because the whole thing's about fitting in. The movie's about something, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, like, about fitting in in the world. And, and that's what so many high schoolers go through. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool thing that they put in that movie. I, I love it. I think it's great. The thing I really like about it is, A, it, it does two things at once, which mm-hmm. I'm impressed with. You can tell that it... Respected the source material. Yeah. There's a lot of nods. All these characters, every character in this, outside of Superfly, uh-huh. was from the original line. Now, oh, Superfly, yeah. you could argue Baxter Stockman, who was in at the beginning, becomes, um, you know, the fly in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, it's an homage to that. So it's, I think they took that and just kind of. It took that, but it also did its own thing. Uh-huh. Where I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. Um, yeah and I still loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, I don't, you know, I don't like what they did with this. I don't like the change. And it's really funny about this. And so, we're going to get into a little spoilery here, right? One of my biggest pet peeves with the Michael Bay, Michael Bay Ninja Turtles uh-huh. movies, the first one, was Splinter taught them ninjutsu. Yeah. Just to keep them busy. 
It's like he wasn't trying to like turn him into Mar- like protect the city. He wasn't. He knew the Foot Clan was going to come after him. No, it was just like you got kids that are just you know have a bunch of energy, and now I got to figure out a way to like you know s- s- streamline it or whatever. Uh-huh. And that really annoyed me. Yeah. And this one did almost the exact same thing. Where, like, there's no connection to the Foot Clan. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as we know, Splinter is just a rat on the street. Yeah. Like, every other time he's connected to Hamato Yoshi, he's connected to the Foot Clan, he's connected to the Shredder. Uh-huh. So the fact that... And they did it. It was like the same thing. Like, he started wa- they started watching martial arts movies. And YouTube videos. Yes. That was funny. And, and I didn't hate it. I liked that. It felt like he was just like a dad. I don't know, like doing like an activity with his kids. Yeah. Uh, So I mean, yeah, it's just it's weird that I did that, but at this time I didn't hate it. Uh, Uh It just did it in a different way. Yeah. So this is definitely I I could see this as an S. Mm -hmm. It's it's gonna take more time. I don't want to give it an like right now it's probably an S. Mm -hmm. But it could eventually I could see some flaws in it. I don't know, and then eventually it's like well it's still great, but. Okay. Have you ever seen... Uh, you may never have seen this one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles Forever. No, I never saw that You've one. never watched this one? Uh-uh. This is one with the 2003 yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series uh, teams up with the 1987 Turtles. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it's actually really funny. Really? Yes. I mean, this is... I'd probably give this an S. Is it? Is yes, because it it's the it's same thing where it's just like... Playing up all the, it's just playing up all the tropes to turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I like at the end is, you, you've got like, um, it's pretty much into the Spider Verse. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It is, uh, and, and Shredder, even the the Shredder from the two thousand three cartoon is much more evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the other one is kind of jokey and like it, it was more of a comedy. Yeah. Where this one's like sinister and evil, and he ends up taking over the Technodrome. And they're trying to find Turtle Prime to kill the original Teenage the very first Teenage Ninja Turtles, which are the black and white Mirage ones. Yeah. And they go to that world to fight them, and they are terrifying. Oh. They, they, like, they do not mess around. Because in that first comic, they kill Shredder. So it, it's really funny uh, how they do that. But here's one I've never seen. A 2012 TV series from Nickelodeon. Uh, Raphael Mutant Apocalypse. Oh, I have seen this. It's just part of the series where he gets transported to the future. I have seen that. It's pretty funny. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. I really like that show. I don't remember it enough to give it a rating, but uh-huh. I, that show was really good. Oh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I never saw this either, Mark. I'm... Oh, this is this is great. You know what they do? What? Uh, they get a hold of Mutagen and they change every Batman villain okay. into yeah really yeah and like Two Face like one half of him is like a looks like a stray kind of dirty cat the other uh-huh. one's like a house like kind of clean up house cat really so he's got like two faces <laughs> like two whole heads coming out of him it's really like Joker's like a cobra uh-huh. oh it's so good oh. Uh, I, I can't remember what they turned Killer Croc into. Like an actual Killer Croc. Oh yeah, that probably would be it. Uh, and then Riddler is a question mark. So. That, oh really? No. <laughs> and then the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I did watch it. Uh, it was fine. It was on Netflix. Uh-huh. I don't remember it very much, but it was good. <laughs> so anyway, those are our Mutant Ninja Turtle rankings, uh, and I am very excited to watch this again. We should watch a couple of those tonight. Those are all good. Those are all good. <laughs> but anyway, 
So, as I said, I, I can't really get into why for uh, hippo violations because um, of my job. But, yeah, it's been a tough week for me. Mm-hmm. Really hard Monday. Like, one of the worst days I've ever had at my job. So, I was thinking, what's a sad movie? What's a movie that you like to put on that you enjoy when you're sad? Oh, man, that I enjoy when I'm sad? Yeah. That is, like, a sad movie? It doesn't necessarily have to be a sad movie, but it's, like, a movie you watch to, to make, that you always watch when you're not in a good mood. This might sound cliche, because I feel like it's a movie we talk about a lot, but it's also just... Wait, let me favorite. guess. What? Is it Napoleon Dynamite? No, even uh, though it is one. That one would make me happy, but I feel like my go-to one is Forrest Gump. You know, I feel oh, like yeah, that's yeah, a movie that always makes me feel better. You know, yeah. no matter what I'm going through, I, I feel like I can watch that movie and just kind of be inspired. But it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of emotions in it. I think that might be why. You know, it makes yeah. me feel a lot of different things, and yeah. I, I, it's one of my favorites ever. So, that's a good one. Uh, one of mine is Kung Fu Panda. That's a good one. Yeah, I love, I that's always it. inspiring. It is. Yeah. I love. I love how I love it. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, and mm-hmm. then also Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, that's a good one too, Mark. Yeah, so I like that one as well. Those are probably my two favorites. So and next time I'm sad, I'm gonna try Royal Tenenbaums. I never thought about that. Oh, before. it's good. It's kind yeah. of a, it's kind of a sad theme movie. I uh-huh. mean, it deals with a lot of serious stuff. Kung Fu Panda doesn't, but it just makes me happy. So, uh, but anyway, that's our sad movie. <laughs> so anyway, this week you were not able to see a movie for your your other podcast, which is... Uh, a first-in-line sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records. And you did your top ten favorite high school movies because yeah, you went to your reunion? I did, yep, yep. Yeah, how was your reunion? It was okay. Not a lot of people came, but I had fun. I've I, never I, gone to any of them. Oh, you haven't, Mark? I, I didn't. Oh. I didn't care about high school. You know, I uh, I don't know. I, I liked a lot of... I wouldn't go back to high school, but, but I enjoyed high school, I think. Well, my brother, your boss... Uh-huh. I went to high school. My freshman year was his senior year. And for all intents and purposes, he was like Ferris Bueller. Really? Yeah. So I think I just went the opposite route where he was like into high school. Everybody loved him. Uh Uh-huh. Where I was just like, eh, this isn't for me. Yeah. So it's like, if I went back, I'd probably be interested in going back because I didn't didn't take any part in it. Like, I had no interest in being there. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I I was definitely because I have to go. Like, I... I seem to have friends. People liked me. Yeah. I just didn't want to do anything. I did. I didn't want to go to football games. I didn't. Wasn't interested in parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I didn't party either. I, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you being a. Well, I can see you going to party, but not like caters or. No, I never did that. I no, I stayed home and played video games most of the time. Yeah, I think you and I are <laughs> from the same club. But I did like your podcast because you talked about your top as a top ten. Yep. Top ten. Yep. Favorite and, high school movies, yeah. And number one, we can guess. Oh, you odd. probably know. We mentioned it. Yeah, we already mentioned it. <laughs> so I'll tell you, I called you, but I will say, you missed three that I thought should have been on there. Uh-huh. That, I don't know, you, I think you said you haven't seen them, so maybe you should watch them. Oh, one of them I know I saw, because it was a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I've seen that one, That one is Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> yep. I think that's a great high school movie. It's yeah. very high school themed. It's a great superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great Spider-Man movie. It's a great movie. I love Spider-Man, so it always meant to be happy. He's the best. He is the best. Yeah. So that was it. Mm-hmm. And then I said, "Can't hardly wait." I need to see which that. Which I is it, I don't know if that's a high school movie because it's like graduation, so you never see, that you see him briefly in class, but uh-huh. then that's it. But it's it's more of a party movie. Really? Yeah, it's like the last night of high school, and it's like. 
sort of like Dazed and Confused, but it's mostly isolated at one party. Oh, nice. Yeah. So They're like, we can't hardly wait to get out of high school. That's why they called it that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's it. But anyway, can't hardly wait. It should be on the list. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, Say Anything with John Cusack. I still need to see that as well. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I, I Well, actually, last week, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I was talking about how much I loved Gross Point Blank with, with John Cusack. Yeah. And, uh, that's probably my favorite high school reunion movie. Really? But but uh, what's his, the other one? Red Post-its. That one's really good, too. Romeo and Michelle. Yeah, Romeo, that's really funny. I watched Romeo and Michelle so many times. <laughs> Do those count as high school movies? Romeo and Michelle sees them in high school. Yeah, they go back in time a few times, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. That was such a funny movie. So, uh, good, good, good episode of your podcast. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah. Uh, we, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before oh, we get the, the spaghetti into the machine? Actually, there was, Mark. There's something I wanted to bring up. So, for some reason this week, I have not watched the movie yet, but I, I wanted to ask you about it because I figured it'd be a movie you liked, and I bought it. It's called American Movie. I love that movie. Oh, really? That is, it's it's like a Christopher Guest mockumentary but it's real really yes oh it is crazy i can't wait to watch it mark yeah it was it was one of those it was when it came out it was one of those movies that like it was just like something that hit on a right nerve and like we would watch it and then i'd show it to other people like Uh i like everybody had to watch it we watched it multiple times (laughs) it is such a good movie oh man mark we gotta do an episode where we just talk about uh documentaries oh we could for sure i have a few favorites that i'd love to i could go on about you know put a pin in that one we'll do it a different episode i will but yes american movie is a fantastic have you watched it yet no i haven't yet i haven't had a chance oh yeah it's so funny it's yeah it's really good it's about a man trying to you know, fulfill his dream. I watched his trailer. Yeah, it looks. Is so that good. how you found it? Well, Angry Video Game Nerd had it in like his top twenty favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And I liked what he said. He just he made it sound really interesting. You know. Did you like, buy the DVD or? No, I bought it on iTunes. The DVD was like way more expensive. I saw it must be out of print. print. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I just decided to get it on iTunes. So. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, it's a great movie. When you watch it, we'll talk about it, and then okay. we'll do our favorite documentaries. We'll do a spoiler review. Yeah, there's some good documentaries out there I haven't watched for a while. There are. So, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, that's it for now, Mark. <laughs> so, I had two... I was debating on two posts, or two pitches. Mm-hmm. And this week, I did... I achieved something amazing. Whoa. I have officially watched every Star Trek movie. Really? Yeah, I was not oh. really. I've never been like a huge Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. I'd go see him with my dad. Yeah. So I remember I saw Generations in theater with them. We went and saw Generations, and then uh, I didn't see any other ones till Nemesis. So I saw like the worst two <laughs> Next Generation movies. I didn't see any of the original cast in theaters. Uh, and then I've seen all the new J.J. Abrams movies. See, those are the only ones I've seen are the J.J. Abrams ones. Oh, man. Well, yeah, Wrath of Khan is the one that's super famous. Yeah. Uh, Wrath of Khan. And then Star Trek IV uh-huh. is... <laughs> that's a great one. Really? Yeah. It's it's weird because there's, like, no villains. It's not an action movie. It's, like, a comedy. Uh-huh. It's a bizarre movie, but it's fantastic. I'll need to watch I need to watch it. I, 
I don't know what it is, and it's funny because I I know some Star Trek fans, and I I liked all the J.J. Abrams ones. But yeah. I bring them up, they get so mad about them. Well, like especially the second one. Yeah. And, and I'm just well because like, it's a remake of Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe I I'm just yeah that's my first exposure. That to that it, is what so. I've noticed is that if you are a Star Trek fan, you probably aren't gonna like those. Yeah. I I have other Star Trek fans who are like, I don't you know I like I don't you know I hated that movie. Mm-hmm. And I, they didn't like, uh, if I remember it correctly, they didn't like the first one. No, I thought very, that was awesome. It's very, uh, it's, well, it's just Star Wars. Yeah. It's turned it into Star Wars. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's, you know, you got the farm boy who goes out into space, and then you got the planet-destroying villain, and all, the, all that would have happened is, you know, find out that that guy is his dad at some point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth was his dad. Yeah, I liked I liked all three of those. Uh-huh. I need to watch them again. I think Beyond, I've only watched it in theaters, so uh, I'll probably watch them again. But, but man, I, I brought that up before, Mark, and, and, and start, they get mad, and I'm just like, sorry I had fun. You know, that's just kind of what I think. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> They did not like the. I think they did not like the idea of just re redoing it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was like it's weird because it's like a, it's like a different timeline or something, right? It's like yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Is uh-huh. the J.J. Abram one is the bad guy goes back in time and like kind of upsets you know time, mm-hmm. and so yes, it, it's not. It's the same crew. Yeah, but it's it's different. So everything it's just a different. You know, it's like into the Spider Verse. Yeah. So it's just a different branch of reality. I can't wait till they combine. <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, apparently, no. Apparently, there's a show now with like Kirk and the original. Crew. Oh, really? Yeah, where it's there because that was the whole thing is they were under a guy named Pike. Uh-huh. It, uh Pike ended up not like. I think I think what happened is they liked the show, but he didn't test well, so uh-huh. they took Pike off and put Kirk in. Oh. But so I guess like he was the original guy, and now I don't know exactly. I could I, that could I could be talking. But anyway, so my point is this: I was going to pitch my Star Trek movie, uh huh, and I didn't. I was just kind of thinking about it, mulling over an idea, and I hung out with my good friend Ramel this weekend. Yeah. Who you know, Ramel? Oh yeah, I don't Ramel's know if he knows, awesome. He is a diehard Star Trek fan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh-huh. especially Next Generation. Really? Yeah, like, I, it was one of those things where I brought up Star Trek, and then he talked to me about it for, like, 45 minutes. Oh. Where I was like, well, that's not what I was going for here yeah. right now. I was just talking. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to learn an in-depth uh, review of all of Star Trek. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so I was telling him my, my idea for what I was going to pitch. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, they kind of already did that in this one, and then they threw out all these things. So I decided maybe this is why J.J. Abrams just redid everything because it's like, it's pretty daunting, especially yeah. when you've had a uh, uh, a franchise that's been around for over half a century mm-hmm. to come up with new things. So my idea was this, and this isn't going to be my pitch, but I'm telling you it was almost going to be my pitch. Okay. This is like if O.J. Simpson was on that, what was almost going to be my pitch. Oh, man. If I pitched it. Anyway, so my idea was like they would be chasing a villain. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I compared him to like Doctor Doom, where this guy thought he could rule everything, he would be better. Yeah. And he's, or maybe he's like building a machine. It'd have to do a time machine, and it shoots him into the future. So the Enterprise is like it, hundreds of years in the future. They're on Earth, and it's like destroyed. There's desolate. There's nobody around. And so like they're trying to put the Enterprise back together, and they they can go back in time because. They, that's how they do it. They just 
loop around the sun, which uh-huh. sends it back. You know. They beam. So they know how to do it. Well, they don't beam. That's oh. not time. But anyway, <laughs> I guess it is kind of. But So anyway, they're on this planet. Well, then, the longer they're there, they, they realize that there's people living there. Mm-hmm. And the people take them into where they live. And it's like a paradise. Oh. So there's like no... There's no crime. Mm-hmm. There's no disease. They're all like everybody's happy. They work together. No religion. No religion either. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, Dick Cavett's there to ask questions. It's easy if you try, Dick. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, I just thought of that when you were saying that. I love it. But anyway, so my idea for the story would be they're going to find out that this th- future Earth. Mm-hmm. And this, like, utopia that has, like, a small population left, this utopia was, um, they sprung up and survived based off the bad guys, what he did. Uh-huh. So they realized if they go back and stop this, it's going to erase these people. Oh. So that would be, like, the big crux of the story is, like, do we have a right now? Are we are we just as bad as the bad guy? And that's kind of how a lot of Star Trek things were right they were really deep like yeah that. it's it's yeah. like we're, what do we do what's right here yeah uh-huh. it's like we do we do we have a do we you know are we allowed to do this or should we just say we lost and we stay yeah so anyway that would have been my star trek review but oh i like that mark i green light it well thank you yeah i, I had more Even i mean i didn't go too in depth yes it's very pre-production <laughs> mostly because ramel shot it down oh no ramel said that's already been done. And, oh. then, and then we went and played Ninja Turtles in the arcade. So. <laughs> Which was a lot of fun. Nice, Mark. So anyway, I'm going to get to my real pitch now. Okay. Now, I was able to write this today. I was going to write it yesterday, but like I said, I got sad. So, I hope you like this. I'm excited, Mark. This is a product movie. Oh. Now, I want you to know this is 100% accurate. It is? Yeah, I did research. Like, I was, oh. like, so into this, like, so excited mm-hmm. that I've been researching it. I, like, was reading papers and I've read books. I'm serious. So it's the opposite of my Charlotte's Web pitch when I, when I just made up animal science stuff. Yes, <laughs> it is. I, I put in the efforts. <laughs> Unlike some people, I put in the effort. Mine was Plot Convenience the Movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you know the story about Kellogg's cornflakes? I don't think so. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. This is this is. I'm not kidding. This I mean, I've had the Kellogg's corn. This is 100 percent true. The guy who created them. Uh huh. He is a Seventh Day Adventist. What's that? Uh, it's like a strict Christian, a strict religious religion. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what. That was. Yeah. Sorry. Did you ever watch um, uh, Hacksaw Ridge? Oh, yeah, I loved Hacksaw That's what Ridge. he was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because he, he didn't want to shoot guns or anything. Like, he's like, I'm not even going to do that. Yeah, he well, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just because he didn't, he didn't like guns. But anyway, th- yeah, it's so he, so the whole thing with this, his name was William, Will Kellogg. It's, uh-huh. It's 100% true. I'm not, I'm kidding you, and I'm not making this up. Yeah. He, uh, he believed in, like, diet would help not only your physical form. Uh-huh. Which I guess he was kind of ahead of his time there, because yeah. I don't know when this was, but he believed, like, so he was, I think he was a vegetarian, like, he was like, but he thought it would help, like, you you mentally. Oh, really? Which I guess he's also kind of right. Yeah. If you eat good, it helps, it does help your brain. I well, mean, yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway, he created, this is, um, Kellogg's cornflakes uh-huh. were created to stop people from having sex and masturbating. 
Oh, really? That's a hundred. I didn't know that. That is a hundred percent true. Oh, that's why he wanted to make those because he thought that he needed to stop this debauchery. Uh huh. So he wanted to make something that would get people to stop. Okay. Which apparently is cornflakes. Oh man. So I mean that, that's why they didn't call them porn flakes because that would have really that would have really changed things going into America. Get out! <laughs> Sorry. This is the last episode. Jacob has ruined it for everyone. Yeah. That's probably one of the dirtiest jokes I've said, too, on this That's podcast. true. And you swore. <laughs> well, it's going to get a lot worse. Okay. I, mean, I want you to know it's about and to this get... This is true. This is 100% okay. true. I have researched this. So, Willie Kellogg... Based on a true story, for real. Great for real. Story. We're not making this up. <laughs> yeah. So, this is my product movie mm-hmm. for cornflakes. Will Kellogg, a Seventh-day Adventist, hated masturbation and fornication. Hated it. That's true. So this was a struggle for Will, because I don't know if you knew this, he lived in a small New England town of Sextopolis. That's where he, which seems like he would move. That's probably not the best place to live if you really hate that stuff. So it was a town, it was so hedonistic, like everywhere you went, people were fornicating and like masturbating. Oh, really? Yeah, that's 100% oh, true. Oh, I just thought because of the name, but they no, lived no. up to the name. Yeah, okay. they lived up, yeah. It, well, uh, you'll get, it, like, it was so gross that when you walked, it was like walking through a, a a gross movie theater where your feet stick to the ground. Oh. Yeah. I don't even think I'd like that. I mean, I try not to be a prude, but that, that sounds horrible, yeah. I mean, I kind of get it, you know, like. But it's run by a, ma- a, a mayor. Uh-huh. And he celebrates their erotic lifestyle. He's like Mayor Quimby. He is. Yeah. He's like super gr- Like, he has orgies. Like, oh. he, he, like, loves it. So, this, keep in mind, this is all real. Uh-huh. That you look on the map, you'll find Sextopolis in New England somewhere. <laughs> so, Will believes that he can change all this with a proper diet. Yeah. So, Will goes to the town pet store. And this is... He says, give me the horniest hamsters you have. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This is true. He wanted super horny hamsters. That's our band name. Yeah. Horny hamsters. <laughs> will takes two hamsters homes and gets, begins experimenting with them. So each day he will offer them a different type of food. The first day is a vegetable based meal, and there's no change. Oh. On the third day. And now he has five hamsters. On the third day, he tries a fruit-based meal. Uh, no change. Fourth day, now he has 15 hamsters. So they're multiplying as oh, fast. No. He what? tries a corn-based meal. And on the fifth day, he notices he only has 19 hamsters. Whoa. So the corn-based so corn meal is what got it going. So he's like, I think we got something here. So he begins to experiment with the corn-based meal. And finally, he cracks it, cranks cornflakes. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there, and the hamsters are now sitting and reading the Norman paper and talking about their little wheel they have in their, their cage. And he's like, we got it! We figured it out! <laughs> so Will releases the cornflakes to the town. Uh, but they don't. But they love their disgusting, hedonistic lifestyle and refuse it. They don't eat the cornflakes. They don't want it. It's like, oh, um, man. It's like Flaming Hot when he, they released it and nobody ate it. Yeah. So he's sitting in a park thinking to himself, Will's like, what can I do? How can I get people to buy this? Maybe put some frosting on it. Will what? notices a small boy with a Happy Meal toy. <laughs> yeah. And the kid gets excited about the p- p- toy when he pulls it out of his oh. box. Will jumps up and runs back to his lab. 
The cornflakes go out with a toy in the box, and horny people everywhere begin buying them. So now they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> I love it just because of the toy. Yes. So that, that is a good that's thing. That's how they started putting toys in cereal boxes. Really? Yeah, it was because of uh, Will Kellogg. This stuff. really did a lot for cereal, didn't he? Yeah, he changed the world. <laughs> so anyway, it's another night, and the mayor's having one of his fundraising orgies. But what? Really? Yeah, this is true. Oh my god! He's the, well, he's the mayor of Sextopolis, yeah. so you know this is common for. Him. <laughs> so he has these orgies pretty regularly, uh-huh. uh, and he notices there's not as many. It's, there's a few people that showed up. Yeah, he's like, where is everybody? <laughs> so the mayor is disappointed and depressed. He asks his aide where everyone is, and his aide informs him of the new cereal that reduces everyone's sex drive. Oh no! The mayor isn't having that. It begins to create his own cereal. He has a group of science create. Er, he has a group of science creating a sci- oh, scientist. What I wrote. He has a group of scientists creating a cereal for him. They go to the same pet store. And they say we want the most celibate rabbits you have. Uh-huh. Two rabbits who are not interested in fornicating. Uh-huh. We're going to see if we can get them to do it. <laughs> and again, they do the same thing. They begin offering a different type of cereal every morning. One morning they notice that the rabbits kind of snuggle but are not having sex. The next day they try something new but it seems like there's some heavy petting going on. Mm-hmm. But still no sex. Then another try, the next day there are 17 rabbits. Oh man. They cracked it. The mayor says it's perfect. Now make it look like an anus. <laughs> and they release it and it's called... Cheerios. What? Yes, it's 100% I, oh, true. I, I don't know. Look, I'm starting to... <laughs> what? Yeah, this is true. Okay. Why would I make this up? What would I have to gain? I guess that's true, I'll Mark. probably get sued You'll get a good... if it's not real. This is where Cheerios came from. <laughs> so Cheerios come out. Yeah. And now you have some people that are eating the cornflakes. Mm-hmm. That aren't fornicating and masturbating. And then you have people who are eating Cheerios, and now they're doing it more than ever. <laughs> yep. So now they're super fornicating oh, and masturbating. Oh my gosh. And so this leads to a huge schism between Will and the mayor. Uh-huh. And then it like starts and it's like a riot. So both of their both their supporters begin to fight each other. So uh-huh. a big riot. This is true. This really happened. This leads to a uh, leads to a giant riot, and it kills millions of people living in this small town. Of Sexopolis. Millions? Millions. <laughs> this is true. I think, That's a lot. Yeah, I think the riot said it killed 2.5 million people in a town of uh, 108. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mark? Well, they're fornicating so much. That's It just happens overnight, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. You've got that? It's been a, so there's one person in the crowd while the riots are happening, and he doesn't like this. He's like, we shouldn't be doing this. Uh-huh. And so he goes. <laughs> oh no, is this guy gonna invent honeycombs or something? Maybe. <laughs> <I can't say. laughs> maybe we... And he's like, hey, maybe we should be punishing our lifestyles and our beliefs on others. Oh. Maybe we should allow people to decide for themselves and choose the life they want. So this person goes to the pet store. <laughs> they keep going to this dang pet store. Yeah, this pet store is having record business. And he buys two dogs. But they also... They're the breed of dogs that are known for pushing their beliefs and opinions on others. 
They're very like, uh, what do you call it? insistent dogs? Yeah, it's like, all right, I get it. They're like Ricky Gervais yeah. if he was a dog. Yeah. It's like you know, he, he has to tell us he's an atheist every oh. five minutes. It's yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> he begins his experiments with different food. And one day, they're kind of taller. They say, you know what? That's you. We're going to be us. We don't care. And the person releases Raisin Bran, giving people an opportunity to choose their own cereals and their own lives. <laughs> the end. This is 100% fact-based. Oh, man. Well, I, I sure hope he put toys in the Raisin Bran, because those would be pretty hard to sell without that. I like Raisin uh, Bran. I, I like it. I used to not as a kid, but I actually really like Raisin Bran now. I agree. Mark, oh my gosh. 100% accurate, by the way. It is? Yeah, look up, look, take out your phone and look up Sexopolis. Okay. Look, use your work computer. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go in. I think I feel like you don't believe me. Let me go incognito, Mark. Why? It's your phone. Yeah, it's true. So it's called Sexopolis? Yeah, that's the name of the town. It's New England town. I think it's in Maine. It says, Sexopolis is a shop. Did I spell it wrong? I don't know. And then, <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. I didn't know. That's a good name for it. I couldn't believe it. I thought I made it up. Anyway. No, I didn't. I mean, I meant this is true. Uh, anyway. I got to admit, Mark, I was entertained. I thought it was funny. Would you watch a movie of that? 90 This would be a three-hour-long epic like Oppenheimer. And, and, it sounds like there'd be a lot of nudity in it. Too. There's, yeah. It's, I, I mean, I don't know that I would watch it, but I'll greenlight it because I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I, but it is, it is, it is very dirty. But I also love that you have a mayor. It's like what a gross mayor. <laughs> like, here's Mark. Here's the thing. I really believed you through all the Kellogg stuff. No, that's true. What that is? No, yeah. No. Let's look at. Uh, well, that's where it came from. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Because uh, that that all sounded like, oh wow, that actually that makes. That sense. is why that is why he invented. Really? It. Oh man. Yeah, he was trying to get people. He like uh, he did not <laughs> like masturbation. He was like for some reason he thought. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's funny. Corn flakes would stop it. But, but it's funny because I believed you for the through the mayor going to the pet shop, and then once he invented Cheerios, I was like, okay, I feel like Cheerios weren't invented after cornflakes or because of that. Okay, so I'm on mentalfloss.com. Uh huh. Were cornflake when cornflakes were part of an anti-masturbation crusade <laughs> in the 18th and 19th century? Much of the world worked itself into a tizzy over the idea of people touching themselves. <laughs> well, that for master was never favored, and blah 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 blah. And young, um, uh, so I'm just I'm just reading. Uh, he, he never he abstained from alcohol, tobacco, caffeine. Uh, gave plenty of fresh air and exercise. Um, in this vein, the doctor also had come to believe that sex, including masturbation was detrimental to physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. He personally abstained from it and never consummated his marriage. 
and may have and may have actually spent his money honeymoon working on one of his anti-sex books. Really? Yeah, he's a, he was a romantic. <laughs> he and his wife kept separate bedrooms. They adopted eight children and fostered thirty-four more. I bet he would not be happy to find out where those adopted children came from. Probably not, Marwar. They're not coming from, from sex, are they? <laughs> oh so, man. <laughs> He really didn't like it, did he? Early, early in his ten and tenure at the sanatorium, Kellogg created a healthy treat for the patients that consisted of oatmeal and corn bake, well, and he called it granula. Uh, <laughs> so let's see, another one was developed, but anyway, yes. So yes, uh, I love that you took that though and turned it into what you did. I think it's really creative. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of the Weird Al movie a little bit. That was it. Like, it was like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Taking a product like that and then doing, like, kind of having it based in reality, but then going, like, I don't think Kellogg's like would let that. us make it. What? No. Oh, goodness, I don't think no. Cheerios would want to be part of no, it either. No. Not even Post, I think. I know. I like, think they'd uh, be like, you know, don't compare us to an anus. Yeah. Anyway. But, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Make me laugh. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah. So, I got a green light, light from you? Yeah, Mark. Just because you want to see the orgy scene? I don't want to see that. You grow I, I up. I don't need to see you a are mayor. gross. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I don't want to see that. <laughs> anyway, I think you do. Uh, well, thank you. That was this week's episode. So, uh, guys, just remember, we always have our Patreon. If you want to support us, uh, we love the support. We need the monies so we can get this pushed out to more people. It seems like people are enjoying it. So Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, go ahead and give us a, you know, if you want to support Patreon, it's only like three bucks a month. I don't remember what I said in that. <laughs> I should send it at like a million. That way we only need like one guy. Yeah. One rich guy. Some really cool guy that comes along. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a million dollars. Hey, Elon Musk. Yeah. That so would be anyway, cool. He's got money. You want to pitch a movie? Uh, one million dollars. We'll let you pitch one movie with <laughs> yes, us. Yes, Elon. Oh, it would, it's just going to cost you what it would make to make a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So anyway, uh, yeah, if you have an idea for a movie you want to pitch, just sign up for our Patreon and we will read the pitch your pitch on the air, uh-huh. which would be exciting, I think. It would be. So, that's that. Um, just a reminder, we do have the contest going on. Uh-huh. We're going to start in October. We need three. Uh, we're going to take our three favorite uh, combinations and create pitches for them. It's so going to be fun. Yes. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely go to our Instagram. Give us a follow and tell us what cartoon needs to be paired with what horror movie. Uh, and it's up to you. You can do literally whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Courage the Cowardly Dog and uh, Evil Dead. That would work. That yeah. would actually make sense. Well, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. stuck in the cabin. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Go there. Let us know. Uh, if you kind of want to get a vibe for what we're talking about, we do a... We go back to one of our back ones. I did a Scooby-Doo one that's kind of mixed with Scream. Mm-hmm. And you did a Child's Play one mixed with Rugrats. Yep, so. yep. And uh, let's end it with you telling them about uh, your podcast one last time. We're oh, gonna... yeah. First in line sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records. I love doing it. I love every uh, going to see movies all the time and talking about them, Mark. Yeah. So, yeah. again, yes. And thank you so much for liking and uh, for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast, share it with your friends. Oh, yeah. Tell them to listen. We got to get to, we have a special number. 50 million. Uh, if we get to 50 million people, <laughs> we share the golden podcast, the one that started this whole thing. Yep. And I'm very excited to share that with you. 
Uh, and Jacob and I are both. We yeah. gotta work. We gotta write it out. But man, it's a doozy of an idea. It is. It's a great idea. It seriously is. I would totally be all on board for this. So, anyway, we gotta hurry because I'm sure somebody's gonna steal it. They are. It'll probably be some guy who likes to steal ideas. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mark, and I'm Jacob. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs>